0: Hello, and welcome to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. Hello, everyone. Buddy C. Any thoughts on this 52nd chapter before we read it? Several. Several. <laughs> the first verse
1: just brings to mind for me, I am the, you are, I am the, we are, we are all from the same source. Every living being, everything is, comes from the same source. That's just first verse.
2: Yes. I'll carry on the second verse up to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. So verse, but so the twentieth chapter tells me to stop thinking. This one's now telling me to stop talking. <laughs> Hopefully, there's going to be one that tells me to start doing. <laughs> You're probably going mean, to hear "start being," Craig. I've been, taking, I've, been, I've been taking everybody's advice and I've not done anything for three weeks.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not possible, Craig. I know that has not happened. You may have attempted it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't welcome everyone today. We have Marla H. and Suzanne W. and Lala M., Paul H., and Craig M. You guys are all welcome. We always enjoy all the – I just learn from y'all every week. I'm very grateful for y'all being here. I wouldn't – I do this because I learned from it, and it speaks to me, and it speaks to me through y'all, mostly. So thank you. Thank you. Paul, you ready to read for us, sir? I'm reading. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Lala, what? <laughs> you just, You <laughs> just
3: keep trying to get Paul to read through those cataracts.
0: <laughs> Lala, are you ready to read for us, dear? I am. All right.
3: First translation of the 52nd verse of the Tao. The beginning of the universe is the mother of all things. Knowing the mother, one also knows the son's. Knowing the sons, yet remaining in touch with the mother, brings freedom from the fear of death. Keep your mouth shut, guard the senses, and life is ever full. Open your mouth, always be busy, and life is beyond hope. Seeing the small is insight, yielding to force is strength. Using the outer light, return to insight. And in this way, be saved from harm. This is learning constancy. Second translation. In the beginning was the Tao. All things issue from it. All things return to it. To find the origin, trace back the manifestations. When you recognize the children and find the mother, you will be free of sorrow. If you close your mind in judgments and traffic with desires, your heart will be troubled. If you keep your mind from judging and aren't led by the senses, your heart will find peace. Seeing into the darkness is clarity. Knowing how to yield is strength. Use your own light and return to the source of light. This is called practicing eternity. Third translation. The world had a beginning which we call the great mother. Once we have found the mother, we begin to know what her children should be. When we know we are mother's child, we begin to guard the qualities of mother in us. She will protect us from all danger, even if we lose our life. Keep your mouth closed and embrace a simple life, and you will live carefree until the end of your days. If you try to talk your way into a better life, there will be no end to your trouble. To understand small is called clarity. Knowing how to yield is called strength. To use your inner light for understanding, regardless of the danger, is called depending on the constant. Final translation. Everything starts with the Tao, the mother of all things. If you know the mother, you know the children. If you know the children... And remember, the mother, you have nothing to fear in your life. Shut your mouth and keep still, and your life will be full of happiness. If you talk all the time, always doing something, your life will feel, will be hopeless. It it takes insight to see subtlety. It takes strength to yield gently to force. Use that strength to hang on to your insight, and you will always be at peace. That's how to get right with the Tao.
0: Isn't that the goal? Getting right with the Tao? That's good.
3: Almost feels like this should have been the first chapter. (laughs) For real? (laughs) Like, why didn't we start here?
2: (laughs) Lala, I often think that with some of these things. See, when I read some of this, I think that doesn't really fall into place. Like sometimes, I forget sometimes it's not like a storybook where you're reading it page after page and chapter after chapter. I think to myself sometimes that, that should maybe I came first, so I, I completely agree with you.
3: It's not linear.
2: So thanks, thanks for making me feel that I'm not alone now.
0: <laughs> you know, I think the difference, the way it was explained to me, the difference in thought, our Western thought is that we go through one door to the next door to the next door in a straight line. More of the Eastern thought is that all the rooms open into one room. So it's like a big room with all the doors available. You don't go through one to get to two, to three, to four. You've got one, two, three, like in a circle around. So life it's a is different. So linear.
1: Yeah, we think life is so linear because yes. of how we age, but it's not. Well, in recovery, recovery isn't linear.
3: I was no. in a Buddhist meeting, too. I don't know if you've heard of the 12 links. But basically, it starts with ignorance, and um, but it doesn't. It doesn't go from one to the other. It's like a whole map. You know, you're constantly moving around and around. So.
1: And isn't it a map? a map? But you know, I read this, reading through this, and I, I can't help but relate it to what's kind of what the reality of the rampant racism that goes on. You know, with it, This this chapter. Makes us realize that we are all we we are all the same. We just come from the same source, and if we all looked at each other with that in mind, we we'd be much happier with each other.
0: We all our ego creates separateness. Our ego creates. Can feel better about ourselves, so we can still tolerate our. lack of surrender is the way I see it, <laughs> you know, makes us right. You know, so if we have to be right, there's something wrong.
1: Right. And this, of course, leads me to non-harming in, in Buddhism. You realize that all creatures are the same and we don't, we don't harm, we don't smash bugs and we don't kill deer and we don't, you know, we just, everything has the right to live,
0: In the beginning of the universe is the mother of all things. Once we found the mother, we begin to know what her children should be. So the mother, I mean, how often you hear, you know, she looks just like her mother. You know, her, she, her mother, you know, my parents are in me, parts of my parents are in me. I came from them. So we all came from this mother. You know, all came from the Tao. Our higher power is within us already. So we're not separate from our higher power, in other words. So when we see that, it's interesting how it says once we have found the mother. Like the mother was there all the time and we just, or like our higher power was there all the time and we're just waking up to the fact. Yes. Yes of of what's going on. So as we awake spiritually, which is what we're after, we begin to know how the children should be or how we should behave as children of a higher power or of a God, whatever what phrasing you want to put on it. And that's interesting how we can start looking at, you know, and how children copy their parents. They want to do what their parents do when they're little. That child to mother response or child to father rather than directing the play you know like we hear in 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 aa you know those you're you turning over control as compared to you being the director instead of the actor in the play yeah so that's that conversion really because we come in being the director we've directed our life and we we need a new director for life you know, we, we need somebody to show us how to live. And it's interesting that on down, this one says that the strength is knowing how to yield. That is strength, period.
1: Yes, that is a surrender.
0: That is a yeah. surrender. So this all goes back to us paying attention to what our higher power is showing us and telling us. It goes back to that powerlessness and that surrender.
1: Want to talk about let's keeping our mouth shut?
0: <laughs> we can. I was just reading on down. Knowing the sons, yet remaining in touch with the mother, brings freedom from the fear of death. So if, if you the, the next idea is there about being free of death, free of sorrow, free of fear, really. Free of
1: fear,
0: yeah. Free from danger, even if we lose our life, was the way one begin to guard the qualities of the mother in us. In the third translation. Wow. As a mother's child, uh, begin to guard the qualities of the mother in us. And she will protect us from all danger. Huh. That's good. How about this quote, how this would relate to that? Um, This is actually a Bible quote. This is from Matthew 6. This is an amplified version. But seek and mo- but first, and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God. And all these things will be given to you also, meaning it's talking about all the things that we think we need, all the physical things is what it's talking about. So seek first the kingdom and all these things will be added. It didn't say you had to do it perfectly, you just had to seek it. That's what you were after. That was your intent and purpose. Right. It's our practice. That's the same thing with yeah. this, you know, are are we I guess the question for me then would be am I seeking seeking God's way in everything that I'm doing? Am I surrendering uh am I learning am Am I seeking to practice this in everything? You know? And if I'm doing that, then the fear will leave. I don't have to worry. The fear that sometimes paralyzes me that I think, you know, all those things, if I'm seeking um, and guarding the qualities, then that fear will leave. That's That's the solution to fear. Solution to everything. But, Yeah. Then it says after fear, keep your mouth shut, guard the senses, and life is ever full. So that's how we do, one way that we do that. Open your mouth, always be busy, and your life is beyond hope.
1: That's pretty harsh.
0: But. Comments?
1: Let life happen. Life happens no matter what
0: think, yeah keeping my fingers out of it you know that's telling me to
1: not being a director exactly being, being an actor in the play you know just right this is what happens and deal with it
0: well yeah. always being <laughs> what would you think uh, what what how does that sound to you guys always being busy
1: it, it doesn't sound appealing you don't you don't see it you don't see anything. You don't notice anything when you're busy. You don't notice what's going on around you when you're constantly busy.
2: It depends depends on what you're busy doing.
3: It's avoidance to me.
2: Yes, Laura. Yes.
3: When I was living in L.A. and New York, I was constantly doing this and doing that and busy being busy. and It wasn't until I moved back home to Virginia and slowed down and just kind of you know sat in the sat in the stillness, you know, realizing that it was busy just being busy to be busy
0: it was it was really avoid it was for me it really was avoiding looking at myself
3: avoiding being with
0: myself yes
1: would you Lola have ever found Buddhism if you didn't slow down? do you think I had glimpses
3: of it, like I tried to go to a transcendental meditation group uh, you know I was active yoga, but mostly for the workout, not for the mindfulness. Um, I really did need to get away from the distractions to settle into myself. And it's still not easy. I'm still looking for distractions.
1: No question about it. We're, We're human, you know, and we're surrounded by other people who are busy, 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 you know.
0: It's all a process, you know. This is all part of growing up. This is part of the path, you know. I found some quotes that I thought were pretty good on being quiet. This is one I had. I don't know who to contribute this to. Better to be thought a fool than to open my mouth and remove all doubt. <laughs> How about this one from Rumi? Silence is the language of God. All else is poor translation.
1: Yes. <laughs> Sons
0: uh blesseds the man who, having nothing to say, abstains from giving us wordy evidence of the fact. That was a pretty wordy way to say that, but yeah, yeah <laughs> George Eliot uh you oh, you should try not to talk so much, friend. you'll sound far less stupid that way,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, how about this one from, uh, this is from Orson Scott Card. Um, Among my most prized possessions are words that I have never spoken. (laughs) (laughs) Silence is golden, yes. You know, this idea that we do not have the answers, this idea to wait to our, what's the Dow quote we could bring into that, wait until our mud settles and let the right answer appear by itself. You know, it always does. It always does. And the only way I can keep my mouth shut is by guarding my senses. <laughs> oh yeah, Confu- did Confucius say I didn't say that shit? It was that. <laughs>
2: yeah, I saw it. I, I, it was on Facebook, so it must be true. Oh okay. <laughs> he, was, he was looking all confused, and he says, "I didn't say that shit." <laughs>
0: If you keep your mind from judging and aren't led by the senses, your heart will find peace. That's the way the second translate Mitchell says that. Keep your mind from judging instead of keep your mouth shut. Close your mind to judgments and traffic with desires.
3: Back to what Marla said, yeah, judgment just separates us from.
0: It does. It does in every way. Yeah note I had was, do not judge or be led by your senses. Surrender to the Tao brings freedom from fear. Yeah. The qualities of the mother within, treat, treat all as you would children. Talking about how a child yields to a mother. Huh. Okay. Keep your mouth closed, embrace the simple life, and you will live carefree until the end of your days. If you try to talk your way into a better life, there will be no end to your trouble. That's taking the wheel, isn't it? Taking charge. <laughs> taking charge. Always doing something is the way the last translation says that about always being busy, always doing. Never able just to be or be still. I, I was Looking to it, how how can I bring – if I have a situation that's not – that I have angst in, which is my red flag, you know, that I've got some kind of a disturbance, there must be some way I'm not yielding in that situation, some way that I'm resisting. So being mindful that when I have that little bit of disturbance that happens – that my question should be, how am I not yielding in this? What, how do I need, what do I need to do different? How am I not surrendering in this? How am I not being powerless in this? How how am I being the director rather than just playing my part? Am I taking what they're saying personally as if I'm not in a play? You know, if we could approach all of life, every interaction as you would a part in a play, I mean, if, if Lala and I are in a play and she says all kinds of mean things as, part, as her part, I don't take those personally and get mad at Lala because I'm playing a part too, nor does she mean those things, okay? It's just a part that we're playing. So in the same way, as we start to approach life as more of not taking these things personally, and that we're all just playing our part rather than everything being against me, trying to hurt me, I have a lot easier time not getting upset, not getting angry, all those things, you know.
3: It's like looking at at the the third-person idea, like removing yourself from the situation. Yeah. Not taking it personally. and. You know, sometimes I, and when you change the dynamic, the other person almost is like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> I got nobody to fight with. What's going on here?"
0: <laughs> see that, and that's a great. When you start seeing that, you can see that you're moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. That's part of that uh, keeping your mind from judging. I think.
1: Yeah, and partly seeing that we're all really basically the same. Yeah, <laughs> we are, we're all we really are. Yeah.
3: It's the ignorance they talk about, just the unawareness, not conscious, not seeing it as a whole, not seeing the whole picture, basically, just our little part in that.
0: No. If my right hand does not like my left hand, and my right hand decides to cut my left hand off, then I'm hurting my right hand because I'm hurting my body. I know that sounds so, you know, Ridiculous, but it's not what we do every day. We continually try to cut our hand off, all of the time.
3: It's like resentment, drinking the poison, expecting the other person to die.
0: Exactly, Lala. Exactly. Same same thing. You know, somebody pulls out in front of me. Okay, even how how I say it is personal, right?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm having a bad day.
0: Yeah, I yeah exactly. I-
1: you know, so is like so are the people that, you know, work three jobs and still can't afford their health care. Yeah. Sorry, I watched the debates. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I gotta separate myself.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyways, um
0: <laughs> Yeah, this whole idea that we're not separate in yielding in that.
1: Yeah. It's a human problem, that humans think that we're so far superior than anything else on this earth.
0: That's superior moment. to all the humans around us, Mom.
1: Yeah, well, you know, that's our problem, because we think we're superior, because we think. And we
0: then think. not only that, I'm, I'm always, I'm learning not to compare, compete, be better than or be less than some way make a separation, and all of that is not guarding my senses. It is judging. It's all the things that lead me uh, to destruction that take my peace.
1: You know, that was one of the beauties that I found in AA and going to rehab was that everybody in there came from different backgrounds and different you know, economics and different colors, and in there we're all the same. We all have the same problem. There's no, you know, I, I, I found that to be a really, actually positive thing about AA and rehab. How
0: about this idea of seeing the small is insight. Seeing into darkness is clarity. Mm-hmm. To understand the small is called clarity. Mm-hmm. It takes insight to see subtly. It takes strength to yield gently to force. So seeing the small, looking for the little things. Is that not where it starts, though? Haven't we heard? It's the small foxes that spoil the vine. It's the little things. And yeah,
1: I mean, it's, it's getting kind of right-sized you know, it's um, really, actually, when they, when they say stop and smell the roses, they really mean it. Like, stop, smell the rose, take a look at it, look at all the petals, and how beautiful it is. And it's, I mean, it, that's just a, such a small thing in the day, but it's such a great beauty, you know, seeing that beauty.
0: You know, and this is the thing, too, you know, I've, I've said it before, you know, Jesus didn't, He said, love God and love your neighbor, not love God and love Africa. (laughs) And the reason was, not because we're not supposed to be concerned about Africa, but that starts in the little things. It starts with the people around us. It starts with me and you guys. It starts with my wife and my kids and my neighbor behind me with a barking dog. (laughs) Love the dog. It with those things. <laughs> it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't start with me trying to do some big great thing and say, oh, I'm doing something great. It do starts next, with those people around us. Do
3: the next right thing.
0: Yes, Lala. Yeah. Not the next big thing, the next right thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a ripple effect.
0: It is. I need to write that down. I've never, I've never. <laughs>
1: And well, it does start with our dog um, chapter fifty. <laughs> <laughs> dogs, I believe, can probably read. Um, dogs
3: already Know all this? That's the thing. Yeah. Everybody know all of
1: this. That's the superiority of animals: is their their instinct and their senses. You know, that's that's what that's the beauty of of dogs, I think, and, and animals, as they are superior to us and that they can sense and they have instincts and And they're so in the moment. They are and dogs do not fear death. Animals don't fear death. They just fear not
3: you getting the
1: they fear us walking out the door. Oh no. Well yeah, I think they think we're going hunting without them.
0: <laughs>
1: I think that's what dogs think. I don't know. You
0: know, Marla Edgar may have that level, level of intelligence. He does. But the, uh, I won't say the breed, but the big breed of dog behind me. that
1: barks <laughs> me,
0: I don't want to offend anyone.
3: Well, isn't it?
0: <laughs> I do not think has that level of consciousness. No, I think I he's still asleep. <laughs> pities,
1: pities do bark a lot.
0: Ugh. No question. Anyway,
1: um,
3: Mine's
0: like Yoda. He looks like a. <laughs> idiot just knowing how to yield you know and even being aware that that's what we need to do it doesn't say that it will help you it says it is strength so in every situation knowing how to yield is the key it really is um to use your inner light for understanding regardless of the danger is called depending on the constant The last phrase of this is talking about getting right with the Tao, depending on the constant. Uh, Use your own light and return to the source of light. This is called practicing eternity. Using the outer light, return to insight, and in this way be safe from harm. This is learning constancy. You're safe from harm by returning to the light. In other words... Being the child instead of the director. Being powerless in whatever it is that's going on. Seeing God in the little creations. Yielding gently to force. It didn't say yield for a while. (laughs) And then hit back. It said yield gently to force. So in any situation, we can learn that. You get some of that in your martial arts, don't you, Craig? Isn't that... Wake up, Craig.
2: (laughs) Sorry, my wife has texted me.
0: <laughs> I was talking about this uh, yielding gently to force. Yes. Is, isn't that something you guys learn to practice
2: in martial yeah. arts? Yeah, we, we yield gently because we don't use our own energy. I want to use, I want to use my, my opponent's energy and dissipate his force to use it against him. So it's, it is, it's, it's, it's surrendering to his force. It's surrendering to what he's got planned for me. Um, but I just turn it around and use it against them. It's like holding a resentment against them. I just, I just turn around and cast it up against them later on. Um, but yeah, no, the, the principles, the principles are the same. That's um, there's, there's less energy. The, the, I'm, I'm using less energy. I'm having to think less by doing the things that just come naturally to me in the martial arts. And it's, it's a practice. It's like everything else. It's like everything we're talking about in this. It's a practice. Um, it doesn't come overnight and it doesn't always work but it's always worth going back to and having a look at and revisiting it
1: so- very much like yoga where yeah. we, you,
3: know, we, you know what's interesting with yoga is you know there's the force rooting down and there's a, and it also feeds the force that roots up
1: yeah and there's, sure. there's like poses that you get that you get your body into that are so against nature you know that your body's not really supposed to go that way, but you you surrender into it, you yield into it, and in in that sense, you become really quite one with the pose and quite quite calm. You know where you're able to actually breathe. It's where you're really in the moment. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what yoga does for me.
0: Stopping the resistance.
1: Withdrawing of the senses.
0: Yes. So the first thing for me to do when I get in a situation that I'm fighting and I want to yield, you know, it's one thing to know this is another to start the anger rising, all the emotions coming up in the middle of something, saying, I need to yield, but I just can't do it. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And when that starts, for me, the first way to get back right size is a deep breath and open my heart. Just do a mental, I open my heart to whatever this is. I stop resisting it and just breathe with it and then see if I can move from opening my mouth and using my senses and all those ways that I fight to how can I love this person right now? (laughs) Right now.
3: At least one second. (laughs) Yeah,
0: one second. What can I do? How can I surrender? And that usually means, how can I love? That's really what I. how can I surrender means for me is how can I love?
3: It was like that um, Buddhist, when I went to the retreat, he was talking about, this is a high-up Buddhist monk talking about a pickpocket. And he's trying to give the pickpocket, you know, some love. He's like, 50% I'm loving him, but really 50% I'm like, Ur. and he said, and then the pickpocket ended up mailing all of his credentials back without the money. And he's like, okay, now it's 70% love and 30%. Love. <laughs> and I like that way of putting it because you don't have to completely love and surrender to somebody, but you can give them something. You know, there's that's, always that's reality. There is a little bit you can always give, like a little bit of compassion, a little bit of understanding. It doesn't have to be all.
0: 100%. I, I don't know if it's ever possible to do 100% of that. I really don't.
1: I don't either. I think it's human. That's our humanness coming through. But that's reality. Is that 50%? Yeah, we're going to love the guy. 50% we are pissed off. Resentment. Well,
0: yeah. That's like that Matthew 6. We're seeking to do the will of God in our life. It doesn't, mean, it doesn't say you know, we do it perfectly, but that's what our intention is. That's what we want in our life, mm-hmm. the same thing with this, we get, we start getting relief just by looking to do that, we don't have to do it perfectly,
1: yeah, it's a practice, it's a practice, it's a practice.
0: life is a practice, it's
1: a practice, <laughs> that's what? why we have seven of them,
0: yeah, to get, to get
1: it right, <laughs> <And> at least,
0: <laughs> talking about life's
1: yeah, we have seven lives. Until so we get the seventh, we should be getting it right. <laughs> then we get to come back as a dog.
0: <laughs> Hopefully not this. Uh... <laughs> he must not have done a good job, because I don't think that's much of a lie. But anyway.
2: I don't know if we've had this discussion live, but I know Marlon, Buddy, and myself have had the chat, but see if we get to the last verse of the day. It says, be a dog.
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the
0: dog is God spell backwards script. It, yes, it
1: is. And my favorite quote is be the person your dog thinks you are. Aww.
2: Hey. I'm, That's good. Is there, it, it, it reminds me of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. there was a trilogy written in five parts. And you oh. go to that, and the answer was
1: 32.
2: <laughs> I just read all that, and that was the answer 32. <laughs>
1: Don't get it. Wayne Dyer Wayne 52nd verse all under heaven have a common beginning this beginning is the mother of the world having known the mother we may proceed to know her children having known the children we should go back and hold on to the mother keep your mouth shut guard the senses and life is ever full Open your mouth, always be busy, and life is beyond hope. Seeing the small is called clarity. Keeping flexible is called strength. Using the shining radiance, you return again to the light and save yourself misfortune. This is called the practice of eternal light.
0: (sighs) Yep. Seeing the small is called clarity. Keeping flexible is called strength. Returning to the light. Yeah. My solution is always in surrender. My solution is always seeking what the will of God is for my life. That's always my solution. That never changes. And it works. And it works. It always works. Works for me. Unbelievably.
1: Works for me. Anyways, living by returning to the mother. This verse tells you that it's valuable and important to realize that your life is more than just a linear experience happening in time and space. That is, you more or less currently view your time on Earth as a straight line from conception to birth. You'll move through predictable stages of development, concluding with death, where you'll meet up with the mystery that awaits you on the other side. Lao Tzu is inviting you to see that your existence is a return trip to the place where all the planet's creations emerge. He wants you to realize that you have the ability to enjoy this mysterious beginning before your physical ending. This mystery, which is in each and every one of the 10,000 things, is referred to by Lao Tzu as the mother, or the symbol of what lies beyond all that seems to begin and end. Start your journey back to the mother by contemplating the first two lines of this verse of the Tao Te Ching. All under heaven have a common beginning. This beginning is the mother of the world. Let this thought filter into your physical being and create a state of awe about your existence, which emerged out of nothingness. Know that this unseen source that births every single thing also birthed you. This is getting right-sized, I think. Yes. Like electricity streaming through a conduit, the mysterious nothingness flows through and sustains all of life, including you. It's It's a constant, invisible, soundless, odorless force, which isn't immediately available to your sensory self.
0: Hold on there. Okay. Your existence is a return trip to the place where all the planet's creations emerged. He wants you to realize that you have the ability to enjoy this mysterious beginning before your physical ending. That's the gift I got in recovery is this peace that I was seeking. I could have now. Yeah. Yes. That's good. Any comments? Yeah. Know that this unseen source that births every single thing also birthed you. I mean, that just gives me hope. I'm not alone. I am the, I'm
1: just like you.
0: You're I'm a drop of God. I'm, I'm part, you know, we're a part of this thing. We're not separate. That gives me hope. It let's me know I'm not uh, a failure. You know, right. I'm, I'm valuable. I have worth and that I'm not better than you. If you want to flip the other side of that. You know. <clears throat> yes.
1: It's vital that you spend a few moments each day getting to know your and my eternal mother, which you can do by simply acknowledging her presence and silently communicating with her. I love how it's a her, a feminine. Once you decide to know and honor her, you'll begin to change the way you look at all of her children, including yourself. You'll view all of the 10,000 things as offspring of the mother, and you'll look beyond the temporariness of their appearances to see the Tao unfolding. This is what Lao Tzu means when he asks you to know the children not as separate from their mother, but as the mother herself. So see all of creation as originating in the mother, and then go back and hold on to her. How do you embark on this return trip to your eternal mother? Lao Tzu advises that you close your mouth and seal your ears to ensure that that your spirit isn't frittered away on worldly activities. In other words, spend time with the maternal part of yourself and seek clarity by noticing the Tao in the small and the large. Practice abandoning rigidity. Instead, cultivate elasticity to improve your strength. Which brings me to a little bit of yoga, just to put it in there. Yoga is not about being flexible in the body. It's about being flexible in your brain, in your mind. Anyways, just my plug. Lao Tzu concludes by telling you that this is the way of seeing the world, that this way of seeing the world is the practice of eternal light. See that light is the tiniest insect, even in the invisible particle that forms that little creature's leg. It's the same light that beats your heart, and holds the universe in place. So allow yourself to not just be in awe of the insect, but to be that insect. In this way, you'll find clarity through seeing the small, and you'll improve the power of your new way of seeing through this flexible viewpoint. Change your linear thoughts about your presence here on Earth and begin to see your life change right before your eyes.
0: Hold on right there, Marla. Um, So what he's (laughs) saying, too, with this seeing in the small, is seeing God, seeing your higher power in the little things, too. Not only in the animals, but how about in the little circumstances in your life that you think you may be controlling? You see that they're unfolding like they need to unfold, too. Mm -hmm. You bumping into that person you haven't seen lately that you... And this happens, and that all this little synchronicity, I think, is a word that's put with that Carl Jung talk about that, and how all these little things are just happening around us and moving from I'm controlling part and giving God part to I'm just giving God all of it, and I'm just going to, what do we say, do the next right thing. And even in these little bitty things, there's purpose and plan that's good i'll forget that
1: you know, it made me think about the fly that gets into my house um that little fly that you know before i would just chase it around and try to smack it with a magazine and now i just let it fly around because he's just searching for a way out you know (laughs) i just give i give him the respect that he deserves and then I find him dead on the floor the next day by his own, you know, volition. Anyway.
0: I'm not but, that woke, Marla. I'm sorry. I get the glass water.
1: <laughs> no. I see that as an evolution of, of my being. I don't know. It's so Progress,
2: simple. not perfection, I guess. Yeah. Have you tried to open the window?
1: Well, yeah. I try and let it out.
2: <laughs> just because just, just you say like, it's, it's that way. I used to open the window. And it hovers around a bit underneath a bit where it's open because it yeah. can't see over the lip. <laughs> so, Light anyways, that was... in the day.
1: <laughs> open mouth, spirit escapes. Closed mouth, spirit connection, excellent. Think of your mouth as a gate that guards your spirit. When you speak to others, become conscious of the need to close the door and allow your spirit to be safely ensconced within you. Make the same mental shift with your ears. Keep them sealed when it comes to rumors and petty conversations. Use fewer words. Commit yourself to long periods of listening. Uh-huh. And eliminate giving advice, meddling, and participating in gossip.
2: Ooh,
0: I used to know the best way for everyone to do everything. And I have learned just not to do that. My sponsor's funny about stuff. He's very successful. Uh, He was a consultant. So he's got advice on everything. But when I go and talk to him about something program related, he's very careful to stick to his experience rather than, and he's even told me, he says, I just really don't have no experience with that. Maybe my sponsor does. Let me talk to him. Instead of, now, if you get off of program and you're just talking about life in general, he has advice on every little thing, okay? And it's just interesting how he's learned to segregate the two. And he doesn't impose his advice, but if you're talking about something, he's got a way to do it. Um, It's imposing your will on others. Exactly, and learning not to do that, keeping that mouth shut.
1: Right. I don't know what's best for you.
2: Don't even know what's best for me. Right. Did anybody see Bambi?
1: Yeah, when I was a baby.
2: Yeah, Thumper. Thumper says, my mom always says, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Don't say anything at all. I'm kind of reading that into it as well.
1: Yes. Well, that's not gossiping. Going back to the mother. (laughs) Back to the mother.
2: (laughs) Going back to Bambi.
1: Oh, God. Anyways. Um... Cultivate your strength with flexibility of consciously deciding when to involve your speaking and auditory senses. When you're inclined to get into other people's business, remember that your eternal mother's one and only voice is silence. Do likewise and you'll feel yourself holding on to her in freedom and bliss, thus returning while living. Seeing the smallest mystery reveals the grandest mystery. By being attentive to smallness, you cultivate your desire for clarity. Noting the same spark in microscopic creatures that animates you is a way of exploring life as a return trip rather than a dead end. What what seem to be the tiniest mysteries of life lead to an experience of the shining radiance that comes from an appreciation for all that you encounter. You and the mother who birthed you and everything else are one. By seeing the small, you gain this clarity, which is the return trip you're encouraged to make while alive. Now your world begins to look very different as you see originating spirit everywhere. Nothing is viewed as ordinary, inferior, or unwanted anymore.
0: Yes, that's good. By seeing the small, you gain this clarity, which is a return trip you're encouraged to make while alive. I was thinking about, uh, I used to negotiate a lot of houses, and I was thinking about how when I'm negotiating, what I learned was I needed to find out what that person really needed. If they were selling a house to me, wanted to sell their house, what is it they need? Some people needed money. But most people needed something different. Some needed a U-Haul to California. Some needed uh, to get some credit cards paid off. They all needed different things. They didn't just need money. So what I had to do was think about, think in the small, seeing in the small, okay, what is it that this person really needs? And I figured out way before the program, if I could see what they needed and if I could get them what they needed, the house was mine. Because it wasn't about the house, it was about what they needed. So, in the same way, in our interactions with other people, or life in general, if there's any angst about our life in some way, or just in any interaction, our intention should be seeing in the small. What does this person need? Mm -hmm. What can I do for them? How can I help? That is the ultimate sales technique. It is. It is, Marla. It really is. And it's all these principles that we're learning to practice now in other ways, you know, in mm-hmm. other parts of our life. Rather than just learning that in business, then dominating my family, now I can, I can do that in my family too. <laughs> That's the kind of gifts that we're getting from this. So seeing in the small. Oh,
3: and I think that is just being aware. What is this person you know, just every day. What What is this? What can I give this person?
1: Mm-hmm. What is their motivation? You know, why are they?
3: And that's awareness. If you look at people that are completely asleep and not not conscious, they're not they're not giving you anything that's pertinent to where you're vibrating at. <laughs> they're just
0: they're, they're busy trying to take. Lala. Yeah. yeah. Because that's all they know. They're talking at you. Yeah. Yes, it's all they know. Yeah. And we we can't wait on them to for clarity. We it's up to us to take the right action, you know. It's how
1: do we live with all that? You know, that's what we're learning is how do we live with people who aren't awake, don't want to be awake. It Just starts with us,
3: and we get them as not awake versus they're good or bad. They're just not awake.
1: <laughs> and no judgment. No judgment. They're just not awake yet or ever. <laughs>
0: That's good, guys. Anything else before we close? How about a topic for this? Your life, how, how about this one? Your life is not a dead end. That's what Dyer was talking about or all, a life of yielding. What else? Anything else come to mind? Stop and smell the roses. Stop and smell the roses?
1: Your, yeah. A rose is a rose is a rose. I don't know what that means. I am B. Yeah.
0: The- <laughs> I will come up with something. You always do. Everyone good, guys? Are we in good shape? If I don't see you before, we'll see you next week. Hello, this is Buddy C. I wanted to make you aware of several recovery-related resources that I've posted in the episode description. These resources include a list of recovery podcasts, a free sober meditation app, daily recovery email, shared Google recovery calendars, Hope you put some of these resources to use and have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends in recovery.